0: And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, what's up, Eli? So talk to us about membership plans. What can we do? What advice or suggestions do you have to grow
1: it? Yeah, definitely. First and foremost, thank you Michael for having me on. Uh, I appreciate it. But yeah, membership plans. So I think a lot of the content we see existing out there right now discusses the benefits of having one, the why around that. Also the how, so how to build one, how to market one, how to effectively manage it on that day-to-day. But what we I think miss a lot of times is that bigger question and I think it's one of the biggest and most important things with any system that you're going to implement in a practice, but definitely with a membership plan. And that's how do you get that team buy-in? So how do you get people excited about this? How do you get everyone from whether that be the front desk, office manager, hygienist, all the way back to the doctor talking about this? And that's how we see the most effective practices operate is when everyone's on the same page, you've got a good culture, you've got that team buy-in. We have data from McKinsey & Company that says about 70% of business initiatives, whether it be a dental practice or any business tries often fail. so 70% of those. And when we look at this, it's not because people are doing these for the wrong intentions. I mean, you're always trying to improve your business, whether that be enhancing patient care, ramping up brand awareness, improving profitability, driving case acceptance, you name it, these initiatives exist for some reason, but they often fall flat. And the reason we see a lot of times is just because the leaders that are implementing them, again, they're seeing big picture, it's all for the right reason, But they're not necessarily looking at the day-to-day work and the people that are going to be boots on the ground actually implementing this and really working with it and having their hands on it every day. And there's a lack of buy-in from those people that are actually responsible with maintaining and making sure that this is, you know, an effective system in place. Once that initiative is set up, we often see that it just falls to be another task that the office has to perform and it can be kind of thrown to the wayside and people forget about it. There's really five different things we look at when trying to get that buy-in from our offices. And we coach our doctors and office managers on how to really get that excitement up there and and make sure that it stays there so that we have that long-term success with these plans. And again, these are things that can be applied to most systems within a practice, but I'm going to be looking at it mostly on the lens of the membership plan because that's my specialty. Um, The five things. First one is kind of like a bottom-up approach. So, Looking at your team and as the leader, the strengths and the weaknesses of each one of your team members. So really leveraging those strengths and being aware of those weaknesses to be able to put people in the right positions when dealing with a system, a membership plan. So you want to set people up for success and you want to make sure that you're implementing this in a way that people can execute on it. You also want that collaboration from the bottom from the people that are going to be touching it every day to make sure that it is something that they can do that they understand how to do. And again, that they're just set up for success. This also comes down to role modeling, right? So the leader as the leader, whether that's the dentist, the office manager, whoever's the champion of the membership plan in your office, you need to make sure that they're role modeling that behavior. So you want your team to be excited about it, you need to be excited about it. That energy is contagious. So. Just making sure that if you're asking your team, hey, why aren't we talking about this? And you as a leader haven't been talking about it at all. Maybe it's time to do some self-reflection on that. So really leading with purpose and being that role model that you want. So it's kind of a bottom up, making sure that you're taking those people that are going to be touching it into account. But it's also top down from the role modeling perspective. So the second thing that we preach as far as making sure that we have that buy-in is educating or training and then making sure that you're retraining. The education and training is really around everything membership plan associated. So that might be the value around it. So why are we offering this to our patients? Why is this better than pushing them into the PPO marketplace? And why is this easier for us than having to deal with those PPOs as far as efficiency and ease of use and everything? But really your team needs to understand that And needs to understand why you as the leader have decided to go this route. So educating them around that value. And then also educating them on the actual admin of this, the actual implementation. So how do I sign up patients? How do I talk to patients about this? How do I present it? Where are the resources I need to be able to do so? And that, again, that's all the education and training. And that's the front loading. You need to make sure at the beginning, everyone has this. But it's not a set it and forget it thing. Dental practices, no, they have a million and one different initiatives happening. And you need to circle back on them. I mean, maybe it's been a month, two, three months since you've gone over all this with your team. You got to circle back and make sure that everyone's still on the same page and everyone still has that knowledge and knows how to present this and how to really implement it on the day-to-day, as well as with that retraining, having those resources readily available on demand or however it may be to be able to reference them when necessary.
0: When it comes to real quick, the retraining, let's just say we sign up with Claire. We get to know the admin. At the same time, do we get someone that teaches us when we sign up with
1: Clear? Yeah. Let's yeah, just say exactly. real quick. From day one. Yep.
0: From day yep. one, someone's teaching us. We're learning. We're, the team's learning too. They're training. So the retraining part would be what? It's more like, hey guys, every month we talk about it. We're like, this is the scripts we should be using to
1: present it into people. Or, is that what you mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really put a one size fits all, but yes, pretty much. So whatever cadence you think your team needs. The other thing is too, is we're seeing a lot of turnover in dental teams as well. So making sure that if someone new joins the team, are they getting trained? You know, a lot of times it'll be like, oh, we went through that. We signed up with clear. Everyone knows it. You get new staff members. Let's make sure we're training them. But yeah. And whatever cadence you feel is effective and good for your team, that's monthly. If that's quarterly, maybe it's yearly going back and making sure. If you have scripts that you're recommending, that everyone still has those scripts and is is up to date on those. And just running back through the plans. You might be selling these plans as a front desk person, but you might not have looked at them in a while. Do you know what's on those plans? Just look back, make sure that uh, you're referencing that stuff that you went over when you first implemented it.
0: Awesome, okay, I like that. All right, so number three.
1: Number three and four kind of blend together. So the number three is make it simple. That just makes it easier on everyone. One of the big benefits of a membership plan, everything's there in black and white for both your staff and for the patients. I'm paying this much a month or a year, and I'm getting this and this much off of additional treatment. You don't have to worry about, oh, if I hit this much, or you know your waiting periods, or you know all maximums, all that. Membership plans, just because of how they're set up, are simple to begin with. Don't overcomplicate that process and make it simple for a your staff to be able to present and b for that patient to understand what they're getting out of it. And like I said, I mean, this is for any system. I think you got to try to make it as simple as possible. Membership plans conveniently kind of lend themselves to that because it is such a simple kind of concept and a simple plan for patient and practice to be able to talk about. And then number four is make it easy make those systems that your people your office team are going to have to use on a daily basis make it as easy as possible for them how are we tracking this do we have auto renewals on so that we don't have to go back and check every time a patient comes in hey are they up to date do we have a portal that is tracking their benefit status is tracking whether like i said whether they've made their payments things like that And is it an easy process for them to sign up? Do they have to fill out like a huge, long paper form or is it just a quick portal where they just throw in some information? Do you have integration with your practice management software to be able to do that even quicker? These are all things that Clear can offer. But just if you're looking overall, I mean, just make it as easy as possible. If you want something to stick, you need it to be simple and easy for that team or else it becomes another chore, it becomes another task. And people are going to prioritize the things that are easiest, path of least resistance. So make it as simple and easy as possible for that team, and you'll see a lot better buy-in. And then number five, I think this is probably my favorite of them, incentivize or gamify this whole thing. Run fun competitions within the office. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. So our platform allows, it's a fun little feature we added recently, it allows you to attribute which staff member signed up patients. It gives you like a little gold, silver, and bronze trophy for those people that have signed it up and you can run different reports to see between which dates and things. So what we like to recommend to our offices is, hey, do a sprint or just do a quick competition. Whoever signs up the most this week, get the free $5, $10 Starbucks gift card so they get coffee. Or maybe it's something bigger. You know, if the team hits X amount of signups, we throw an office party. Whatever works for your team is going to move the needle for your team. You know your team, then that's something that you can put in place. But have a way to track those signups and and have fun little competitions. I mean, people are going to be more receptive to something they can see, they can hold, and that is right there for them. Instead of, hey, bigger picture, this is going to be great for our patient care, patient acceptance, revenue. Uh, these are things that are great, but your office team might be like, okay, well, I've got a million other things to do. You say, hey, we're having a fun competition. Now you're, you're upping that culture. You're having a, a more fun time just overall in the office, and it gives them something to strive for, right? Everyone wants to be great. Give a fun competition, and I think that can really help with that buy-in and the culture piece that so many offices struggle with.
0: I like that, man. The gamify. I like the sprints. Throughout this process, you mentioned it in number four, make it easy. Where do you guys, from your research, because I know you guys have a lot of data, right? Where do you mainly see people drop the ball? Because I feel like people spend time like, okay, you know, two hoppers, is two profis, all these things, right? Then they get excited. and They're like, oh, all these people are going to... Somewhere the ball drops
1: within that year of like, what happens? That's a great question. And I think it really, a lot of it does come down to this buy-in piece. So it's just the leadership or whoever's making the decision to implement this are like, this is going to be great for our office. We're going to be able to increase revenue, increase treatment acceptance. But somewhere along the lines there... The people that are actually using it, either they don't understand the value of it or, you know, people are pre-wired in dental to be like, okay, PPOs, if I have an insurance plan, I go to the dentist. If I don't, I don't. So the whole mentality around membership plans, I think it's beginning to shift and people are understanding it more, but it can be a little bit of a, a retraining of how you think about coverage and making sure that everyone Whether that be the patients or whether that be the staff, have had that little bit of a rewiring and understand, hey, this is another option that is just as good, if not better than my employer funded insurance plan. And it's going to provide great treatment for people that may not otherwise have that access. So being able to build that value, I think, is where a lot of people, it's a lack of understanding on both staff and patient side. Or sometimes it's the other way. Maybe the staff understand it and the doctor's just like, eh, I don't really get it. The PPO thing has been working for me. And they don't look into the advantages of having that membership plan. And then they don't role model that behavior. And again, it's just another initiative that falls by the wayside. Lack of understanding is where we usually see the uh, ball dropped.
0: Yeah. I like how you guys mentioned you have to have a champion for this, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones who are going to Take the lead, help hold each other accountable. Because if everybody's feeling like they're accountable, nobody's really going to be accountable, right, exactly. kind of thing. But if you put one person to champion it, you can even give them the lead way to be like, you're in charge of starting like four competitions. Whenever and during the year, right? But it could be sprints right. or there's so much of oh, that, man. That's there's awesome. so much,
1: yeah. Building that accountability is huge.
0: I know you guys mentioned that you increase production by 172% with mm-hmm. the membership plans. How do you do that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, really what it boils down to, and I, I always tell doctors when I'm talking to them about this, is the recurring revenue, it's great. Obviously, you get that coming in. It increases valuation. You have just passive income from the subscription. But really where doctors are going to be making their money here is that increased production from increased case acceptance. And the reason that happens is because when those members come in to get their profies done, normal checkups, that gives you the ability to A, build a better relationship with those patients, which then makes it easier for them to say yes to that treatment because you've created that trust and you also have more opportunities to be able to diagnose them for more treatment. Just getting them in the door. That's the big thing here. Getting them in the door for those profies, they're going to come in two to three times as often. It gives you more opportunity to A, build trust and B, get them to accept more treatment And that's where we see that huge, you know, boon in both production and case acceptance.
0: You're all right, man. And I know we talked about this before a little bit in the episode, but you guys have someone directed to me right like a point of contact who teaches me who will help me market it and stuff yeah. like that or no
1: when you start off you're assigned an onboarding specialist who's going to help you set up those plans initially give you all the best practices around marketing the plan talking to patients about the plan and also we'll do those trainings so and we'll hop on as many calls as we need to with an office if you need to set up two three four million we'll do as many as you need to make sure that everyone's on the same page so that's where our onboarding specialist. and then after you get through that initial hurdle of implementation You're going to assign a dedicated account manager, which will then be your point person. And we also do have support that is based right here in Philadelphia, where the whole team is. So you're not going to be talking to anyone overseas or in a call center. They'll field all of those questions. And they actually field questions for both the patient and the practice. So if patients have questions around the clear membership plan, want to change payment methods, update passwords, stuff like that our support team will take that off the front desk so they don't have to worry about it as well. So we're big on the people, the implementation piece, making it as easy as possible for the office to be able to implement these plans.
0: Nice, man, awesome. And also, congrats on making it to the Inc. 5000, man. That's really, I really good. that.
1: We're very proud of that, and hopefully we'll be back again next year. <laughs> yeah,
0: man, awesome. So if anyone has any questions or concerns, where can they reach out to you?
1: Yeah, so you can definitely reach out to me um, either on LinkedIn. It's just Eli Saul's, E-L-I-S-A-L-L-S, or you can email me, Eli, E-L-I, at clear, K-L-E-E-R.com. And then if you're interested in hearing a little bit more, we actually have a landing page set up for the show. So it's going to be clear.com slash partner slash the dash dental dash marketer. And you can just go there and and, uh, request a demo and we'll give you a little more information. But anytime, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to be a resource.
0: Awesome. So, guys, that's going to be in the show notes below. Reach out to him. And at the same time, Eli, thank you so much for being with us. It's been a pleasure, and we'll hear from you soon.
1: Yes, thank you, Michael.